The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, all right, question for you, my friends. How many old cell phones? And do you have stashed away at home or maybe even old computers? You probably have a couple that you're holding on to. I can tell you that we were, we've were we been working on cleaning out the basement. And my, oh my, I've got some work on trying to figure out how to get rid of that stuff. And I've been holding on to it probably like a lot of you because you don't know how to get rid of it. Or maybe you're concerned a little bit about personal security. What is still on those old phones or old computers? Well, an Ontario company is hoping its initiative will tackle Canada's growing electronic waste problem. It has teamed up with an Alberta organization to help it happen here as well. Tony Parada is the president and CEO of Green Tech. Hey, Tony, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so tell me first off, uh, tell me first off a little bit about Green Tech, what it is that you do. How long have you been in business for? Oh, well, Green Tech's been around for 25 years now. We uh, we specialize in the recovery and recycling of electronic devices. Uh, mobile How- phones happens to be a big uh, product line for us. We recover thousands of mobile phones. And as you may have heard, we've recently announced a partnership with the Alberta Recycling Authority in uh, recovering these devices. Yeah, no, and so this is a, this is some good news, Tony. I'm curious to know how bad is the problem of e-waste when we when we talk about like old phones and old computers, that sort of stuff. How big of a deal is it? Well, let me try to put things into perspective for you. Um, worldwide, is about 53 or 55 million tons of uh, electronic waste that's generated each year. Bring that to Canada. Canada's probably about a million tons a year. Uh, and a lot of it is driven by obsolescence, you know, new technology coming out. Now uh, with mobile devices, we're going to be moving into 5G networks. So, uh, you know, people are going to want the latest and greatest and fastest. And I think that drives a lot of obsolescence. But we're, uh, we're, we're, we're there to help them with the end of life of their IT <laughs> and, and devices. And uh, there's still there's still life for these devices, right? Because we're able to recover uh, reusable parts, components. If we can't recover the entire device, then there's uh, there's always a demand for screens, for batteries, for the, some of those components. And uh, if not, then the metals. You know, the metals have a lot of value to us too, because you can recover precious metals from uh, mobile devices and mobile phones. Okay, so that you've brought up so many great points there, and I want to kind of you know delve into uh, what you said there first off I mean I think a lot of people like as I said I, I was cleaning the uh, the basement the other day came across two old blackberries an old laptop and another kind of like a PC it's it's a big basement and, and it's been full of crap for 10 years and I didn't throw out I was just going to throw out the blackberry into a garbage bag and thought ah, I better not do that I was a little more concerned about security as well what might be on there um, how do you address the those concerns, um, security concerns, uh, with, with 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 old devices. Yeah, and you know what? That's a, that's a concern a lot of us have is because we use our devices for everything. You know, you think about it. Not only we, you know, send text messages, have contacts in there, but you know, today we're using them more and more for like banking and transferring, uh, um, you know. Uh, payments to people and e-transfers and all sorts of things you know gps uh tracking you're uh using it to uh you know to navigate somewhere so there's a lot of information that's hold on these that's held on these devices 
So that privacy is a major issue for everybody, including us. Um, so if ever we, re well, part of our process, you know, when we bring a, a device in like a mobile phone, for example, if we're gonna repurpose that device, let's take that old BlackBerry, for example, we would run it through some uh, encrypted software and make sure that it does a complete override wipe on the device before we would even repurpose or reuse that phone. Now, we don't use free software, we use uh, encrypted licensed software. So that's, that's one thing that, you know, that gives us an extra layer of security. Um, but, but that device, um, for example, you may think there's not much use for it, but I'll give you an example. Just uh, a couple of months ago, we had like a school board, uh, a couple of teachers from school boards contact us looking for older devices because they wanted to use them for as tethering devices, right? Because there's some, um, students that are doing e-learning away from school, but are in remote areas, have good cellular connection, but don't have Wi-Fi or internet connection. So they wanted to use these devices to be able to connect through the cellular system to be able to do some e-learning. So, so with like some that, of these, yeah. yeah. So with some of these devices, you can you can you, you you wipe them clean and then you can use them all over again. So you, you, I don't know. What do you do? Sell them to a school board or teachers or resell sell them again? Yeah, a lot of a lot of them. There's a big demand for them. You know, I was just giving you an example. Mm -hmm. um, you know what we did with some older devices uh, to help out a school board. There's also um, like parts recovery, right? Because a lot of these manufacturers, BlackBerry, Apple, Samsung, whoever they may be, they, they really don't offer very much support to everyone as far as parts, you know, for, for repairing devices goes. So, you know, you'd have to be like an approved, authorized uh, repair center. And, you know, they only want to do the newer devices. They don't want to do older devices. So there's a, there's a large aftermarket um, for components and parts to repair mobile devices. You, you've talked about some of the metals that are in these phones as well um, that can be of, of use. What do you do with that? How do you get that metal out of there and, 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 and where does it go? So, so let's say a device is end of life. There's no reuse, there's no parts we can harvest from the device. At that point, we would disassemble it and remove the, uh, the batteries because they all, a lot of them have lithium ion batteries and lithium ion batteries are a hazard. So we'll remove the batteries and then we will break it down, put it through like a shredding process where we'll separate the plastics from the metals and then we'll create a, a concentrate, what we call a, a metal fraction concentrate that uh, has, you know, circuit board and uh, which holds a little bit of silver, gold, some copper, and that's the kind of concentrate we would create and generate for uh, a downstream uh, precious metal recovery facility. Mm, okay, interesting. So um, then, so then you you sell that to uh, another company, as you said, downstream. Yes, that's correct. We would prepare okay. the concentrate for them. All right. Interesting things. Okay. So then, you know, that's okay. You've told us what to do with the bricks then. You know what, Tony, I'm curious to know, what are the rules in Canada about e-waste? Are, are, are there specific rules in place about what needs to be done, what should be done? Yeah, there's uh, there's several rules and regulations when it comes to e-waste. You know, you, you, we just touched upon a couple of things. One is privacy, data, mm -hmm. security. So there's, uh, you know, the PEPIDA, Personal Information Privacy Act, that, you know, if, it, if you're a business or you're using your device for business and you're holding uh, private data, then you have a compliance requirement to make sure that you safeguard that data, even when it comes to end of life. Um, and then, you know, there's a the whole e-waste, the environmental um, a side of things where 
Um, you know, there's the uh, Minister of the Environment, you know, at the provincial level and at the federal level. You know, for example, at the federal level, they get involved if you're doing any import, exporting, um, any e-waste or, um, you know, let's take devices that have batteries or hazards, you cannot export them. That's illegal in Canada. And uh, because we're, we're, we're uh, signing party to the Basel Treaty Convention, so we cannot export hazardous e-waste to developing countries, for example, or to any other country okay. for that matter, without obtaining a permit. All right, uh, so and then, tell me... And, no, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I was just going to say there's also local, uh, you know, local um, regulation that, uh, you know, we don't want this, this material ending up in landfill. It makes no sense yeah. for, for an old phone to go to landfill, especially when it's got value at end of life. So you have teamed up with the Alberta Recycling Management Authority uh, out here. So how does that work? If I wanted to take in my, my old phones, uh, what does that process look like? Yeah, so the uh, Alberta Management Authority has uh, several hundred drop-off depots that are available to the public where you can go and drop off any type of device, electronic devices. I think they have them listed on their website. If you go to arma.com, or you'll see what, what's acceptable. And they've recently expanded that list. Um, and also they're doing this, this pilot project with us to uh, provide data to them on, you know, how many devices were recovered, uh, what was reusable from those devices, were the entire device reusable, was it just parts, components, or did we recover precious metal and metals from these phones? And this is the type of information that's critical for them, you know, to make decisions on how they want to move forward with these programs. So if I take my my uh, my my phones to the Alberta Recycling Management Authority to to do this, does it cost me money for them to uh, to to strip it to do to 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 make it uh, you know not bad uh, to make it uh, you know maybe used for parts or whatever it is? Can I make money off of that or not? Uh, you probably can if you're a business or a recycler. But as, an <laughs> as an individual consumer, it'd be very difficult because you're doing one-offs, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, so, so, yeah. I, I mean, uh, the, the important thing is that they're being recycled at no charge yeah. to the consumer. Okay. So that, that you know, there, there's those depots that are available, and then they have to manage the whole reverse supply chain, if you want to call it that, to make sure that these devices are securely and safely uh, disposed of and recycled. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm guessing there's some folks who are out there thinking, hey, if there's, you know, usable uh, metals in here, maybe I could get paid to give you this phone, um, and then you do what you want to do with it. All right, that is really, really interesting. Well, you know, there's, there's, as you said, what, 53 million tons per year around the world, and I think it's just going to continue to get uh, bigger and bigger, and and, uh, maybe by uh, the work that you're doing, uh, along with the Alberta Recycling Management Authority, you can take a, a big chomp out of that. So I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon, Tony. Good information and uh, perfect timing as well. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you take care. Tony Prada joining us this afternoon. He's the president and CEO of Green Tech. So, again, I, I honestly had no idea. I had the conversation with my husband on the weekend. I found these phones. I'm like, what, what the hell do we do with all of these? And I didn't just want to throw them in the garbage. And then I saw this story, and I'm like, oh, that that's interesting. Because um, I always thought, well, maybe you just have to grab a sledgehammer and, you know, beat it up that way. And then still you throw it out. Um, you know, the concerns about uh, the chemicals breaking down or the, 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 the metals 
oils, you know, leaching, whatever that is. So uh, it's good to know that this option is there. You can find out more at Alberta Recycling Management Authority, Alberta Recycling Management Authority.